Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the very first episode in 2021. Yes, it is New Year's Day today, and we're we're getting ready. We're getting amped up for some new stuff, man. It's uh, this is an exciting time. I actually um. We did something really cool last night. Uh, nothing spectacular or large. Um, we just, I had the kids in town, my kids in town, and we were able to spend it, all six of us together. And that was really cool because, um, you know, it was the longest period of time that we got to be together um, uninterrupted. Uh, and, and since I've been in Virginia. So that was really fun. And um, we, we did a lot of really exciting stuff. But the thing that I'm. I wanted to focus on now is, is actually a, uh, it's almost like a side note to the major events that we partook in <laughs> over the last couple of weeks. And it was actually, it was last night on New Year's Eve. We had set up a, uh, a fire outside, like a little, um, like one of those little, outdoor fire pit things um and we we got that up and going and we we cooked some s'mores and we hung out uh you know some neighbors swung by and dropped off some sweets some more goodies because you know s'mores just it's never enough it's so and with great neighbors you know that's uh it's what you get so we're blessed we're fat and blessed <laughs> this time of year and and i just i wanted to talk about this this last part um Right as things were kind of winding down, it was all very, it was very interesting the way that it all kind of came in to play together because I had been, I, I took calculus as you guys know, if you've been following the show, I'm sure that I've, I've belly ached enough about it, but it's, it's, it's been over and I, during the time when I was in class, I had established the worst note-taking system possible, which my beautiful, lovely, and amazing wife illustrated very clearly <laughs> that night. <laughs> and uh, it was... Not to not to get into irrelevant details, basically it was there were papers all over. It was a huge, giant mess. And eventually, somehow, I made it out the other side of the tunnel of that class, and so that was really cool. Uh, but that said, I had all of these papers that needed... Um, somewhere to go in the fire pit seemed like a great place to do that. And so it was a really cool kind of, uh, getting like, uh, almost ceremonial type of transition into the next stage. It never really felt ended. Like I took the finals and for all the classes and there was a feeling of relief, like, okay, it's good. Okay. The grades are good. Um, and I feel, and I feel good, but there was never really a moment that was like, okay, and now let's transition to the next step. And it's probably because I've chose not to register or for another, for other classes. And I'm choosing to focus on, on this show and the training programs, uh, which we'll talk more about later. But, uh, anyway, I digress. <laughs> I, uh, so we're, so we're out there and we, we have all these papers to burn and it's, and, and we have this fire. And so like, we're, I'm, I get to cast, all of this old, uh, no longer relevant information, I mean, uh, into the fire that is, and it's just like, okay, like, out with the old and give it, uh, its ceremonial due, right? Don't, don't discard it with, with disdain or, or anything like that, but just, 
but yeah, just a just a chance to honor all of the the work, page after page, going into the fire, and to like look at all of the stuff that I did and, and remember kind of the heartaches and stuff. And all the kids were like grabbing the papers too and starting to like, ah, oh, calculus. And I'm like, it's not bad. I don't want to, I don't want to give the false impression um, and make it arbitrarily hard for arbitrary reasons on top of any struggles that they might have with it anyway. Um, that's parenting struggles, right? <laughs> uh, but during that time, it, it made me think and I was like, oh, you know what? This is, this is actually... While this was not planned, this does work out quite ceremonially, and and it, it gave me the chance to sit there and reflect on on that and go through that, and then and then to really think about what it was um, that I wanted twenty twenty one to look like moving forward, uh, and, and that's one of the beautiful things about the natural elements, specifically for me and apparently my oldest daughter who gets lost in trances, staring at fires. But when when I get put in front of a fire, I can get very uh, lost in the flames and and just really think about you know whatever and and being new year's uh it's interesting because i don't i don't like a lot of the resolution stuff you know because it's so short-lived and and i used to really uh harbor malcontent or uh, really i just i didn't I judged heavily people. I'm like, yeah, y'all are going to make these resolutions and no one's going to follow through and blah, 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 blah. And I've recently come into a place where I actually, I actually love it. Even, even if that is the case, the, the fact that there is a common time and a common theme around, uh, rebirth and, and new chances and, and, and reinvigorating, uh, even old passions. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you had, some woodworking projects going on in the garage and you look out there and you're like, you know what, this, this year I'm really, I'm really going to dive into that. I'm really going to, going to make something. I'm going to build a, a desk, you know, or cabinets, what, whatever it is you want to build. Or, you know, you have the bow, like me, I have the bow that's sitting there like, okay, well that thing's, I, I, I want to attain additional levels of expertise. Uh, I say additional as if any are attained right now. Um, I want to attain levels of expertise in archery and, in, in shooting the recurve bow. Um, and so those are all, and I, I don't think any of those are bad things. And, and the thing is like, you can choose to focus on the people that don't make it. And even if, even if you do, you could focus on the negative parts of that, but the striving and the working towards something bigger and greater than yourself or, or, or something that you're passionate about. And, and usually these things are, are beneficial for you and for other people. And, and the, the type of person that you are when you're actively engaging in the pursuit of a goal is is different than the person you are who's sitting back, uh, resting on your laurels, um, and not really striving to accomplish anything. There's like there's a different mode of operation. It's like a different operating system has been like clicked on in your brain, and so it's different to be around you, and it's beneficial for other people. So long as you keep it in check. Again, we can reference back to everything that I'm saying runs through this filter of the tightrope episode so if y'all haven't listened go back i think two episodes ago and we talked about walking the tightrope and uh and and you know you can go past areas of enthusiasm to areas of of you know uh where it's not good like uh addiction and obsession and things like that i are are really good words to use that that embody the we've gone too far um i heard joe rogan recently say uh, 
talk about obsession being good and, and addiction being bad. And I, I don't think that that's right really at all. I think it's, I think they're both bad. I think being obsessed with something uh, to me, the way that I, I, the way that I read it is, is when you're obsessed, it's, it's, it's taken over everything. And, it, and, and that's not healthy when, when you can only have eyes on this one thing and it's, it will inevitably detract from other aspects of your life. There, there's no way that it can't. Um, and that's the way that an obsession works. And an addiction is like, and that need to keep going back. Uh, and so that's, that's my take on it. But, um, I, I appreciate people willing to pick up that old baton that's, that's left, you know, in the side of the house or in, in the garage and, and, and people that are willing to, to give it a go and write that book, write that article, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do. I think that it's all, I think that it's great. I don't care. I just, I want you to do, that's the biggest thing. And we had a chance to, to, to focus on that. Cause I wanted, I, I really and truly believe that gratitude is like the most important thing. Right. And, and this is like random, like, wait, we're talking about gratitude now. Like it's gratitude is so important for this, for the goal setting and for, for the pursuit of these things. Uh, it, it's beyond anything I can really muster into words. It's like, that is the undergirding that secures your movement in a direction. Because if you're able to, to rely and bounce off of the, the ropes, if you think of like a box, this is like a boxing match. Uh, and you're bouncing off the ropes of of gratitude, and you got your gratitude coaches in the corner, you know, and you've had your gratitude training that you're able to lean on, and you're you're able to use these tools to help motivate you to sustain motivation while you're moving and while you're chugging along and while you're making progress, and it, it gives you it gives you the chance to not be complacent or to not take little wins for granted if gratitude is a normal part of your life. And so that's the way that you capitalize on wins and the way that's the way that you make sure you capitalize on those wins. Additionally, it's, it's even more important. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) It may not be more important. It's equally as important to look at gratitude from the perspective of how it's going to, um, keep the ball rolling when you're in the mud, right? So instead of getting stuck in the mud, uh, gratitude can help kind of just Keep giving you that little nudge, like, okay, well, I can do this one thing, you know, and whatever it takes to get that motivation there. And gratitude just really helps to rewire the brain. So that way you, if you get lost in the muck, then it's for less time and you, and you have a path, you have a strategy to get yourself out of it. Now, I think that the way that I tried to to take this and embody all of that into like, this is all in my head while I'm staring at the fire, right at the new year's. We haven't lost that. Um, it's all in my head there. And I'm thinking like, how can I wrap this up in a way that's, that's beneficial and that we can all communicate as a family with each other and almost create a, a sense of accountability, uh, with one another. Um, and so I, I told everyone, I was like, Hey, listen, so this is what I want everyone to do. Um, we're going to take a break. We're going to pause. We're all going to sit down because everyone's up and playing and having fun. We're all going to sit down. We're going to relax. And and we're just, I'm going to start and I'm going to tell you guys something that I'm really grateful for um, from 2020. And then after I tell you what I'm grateful for from last year, I'm going to tell you what a goal of mine is or a passionate pursuit that I'm going to endeavor 
in 2021. So that way we're looking back on the past and we're showing what we're grateful for. And then we're looking ahead to the future to talk about what it is that we want to do. So we're not, we're not leaving it to the gray space. We're not leaving it to, to interpretation. We're throwing it out there into the world. Um, and so doing, we become that much more likely to actually accomplish it. We want to be consistent. We don't want to tell people, Hey, I want to do this. And then you don't actually do it. And then it comes up later and you're like, it's just, that's, that's something that we detest in ourselves and others. And so that's why it works in motivation uh, to use other people and to use kind of the, the public square in this case, the family circle around the fire pit um, to express the goals and, and the intent and the gratitude. And that helps getting other people thinking about it too and all the different things you can be grateful for. And it was a really good time. And so everyone went around and, and we all had some good stuff. And I'll, I'll say that mine, uh, I, w- I said I was really grateful for my family and specifically for my wife, Yasmin, because she stepped up really significantly for me in many ways during this really, really difficult transition. Um, or what I should say, what could have been a very difficult transition from 12 years of active duty military service to being a civilian. Um, she was right there in the breach the whole time and, and ready to, to do whatever was required to make sure that we were set up for success with our lives moving forward. And I can't be more grateful to her than I am. Um, and so I love you, baby. If you're listening, check it out. <laughs> um, she'll give me crap for that. I always listen, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and then I said that I was really excited about the show because I had made the commitment, I had made the decision to not re-enroll for another semester in school. I wanted to to throw my all into this for the next 90 days. For the first 90 days of the year, I want to I want to throw my whole heart and soul and being into the show and into the training programs because this is this is where my heart is. This is where my passion lies and and, and I've been doing it for a long enough period of time where I know that this is a part of me, you know, like however it progresses and and changes over the years to come, like this is going to be a thing, you know, like I'm going to be creating training. I'm going to be creating new platforms and and, and new rungs for people to be able to to latch onto and to to learn from and new lessons that people can use and and tricks and strategy strategies and uh uh, that can really help benefit you both in the short and immediate term and in the long term when applied so uh so yeah i was really i'm really excited about about that for 2021 and that's that kind of leads me to to doing new year's resolutions right and I think that there's a lot of, I just did a series of, of SWOT analysis, which was really, really, really good. It's not even technically done. Um, the recording's all done. And, and the major, the four tenets of SWOT, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and uh, threats, that's all done. And that's on the Matt and Adam show. And you can check that out. It was, I loved that. I had a great time. Uh, Adam's great. And so we we knocked that out but then adam had an idea of doing a bonus episode so that will be coming out next week and that is on a surprise topic which starts with t <laughs> um and, and, and i think you guys will like it if you haven't seen it yet go check it out so i thought that that was good um but i i wanted something else i wanted something different and there's something that i've been teaching or, or facilitating i guess would be a better uh choice of verbiage um and it is smart goals, 
right? And so, and this is pretty standard stuff, but I figured we may as well run through it. And and if you're here and listening now, then um, I encourage you to to take out a pen and paper and to actually write these things out as we go. There's no reason not to. Um, I, unless you're like driving, don't, don't do that. Then <laughs> that would be bad. So, and, and if you can't like just work through it in your mind, but like actually come up with an answer, even if it's a crap answer, um, work through it. And I'll try to give you some, show you some of the pitfalls and we'll see what we can do together. Um, here real quick, but this is, this is a fast, quick and easy way to, uh, to take your new year's resolution game from, a uh, a, a hope to past a wish, right, to a place that's actually real, to something that's accomplishable, uh, something that's attainable, and that's actually, that's the A, um, which is convoluted, but we will get there. So let's just go ahead and kick this thing off, shall we? Um, We shall be specific, right? So smart, the first letter S is for specific. And that is all about kind of answering the, the, the big questions, right? The who, what, when, where, and why. Um, and start with the what, right? And so you want to start with with what it is that you actually want to accomplish. And so I actually find this more beneficial to look at what I want to exist, what I want to, like, I, I, I don't want to, I, I don't like looking at it as, as like, I want to run a marathon I want to. I I already try to start preframing this as like I want to have run a marathon, um, or or I I am the type of person that runs marathons, and I want to make this statement true, right? And you're just gonna be like, I want to run a marathon. Sure, that's fine. Um, there's not there there are some psychological differences that that we go into, um, and and but I'm not going to at this time. Because I don't want to take the time, and we're, we will we will get into it. It gets I dive into it in other trainings, and so check it out. But um, but for now, I just wanted to focus on kind of just just a limit, just specifically stating the what what it is that you want to accomplish. So I want to run a marathon. So that's great. And what what that is is it's it's specific in the sense that um, it a marathon is a is a thing. Right, it's like it's a numerated, agreed upon term that represents twenty six point two miles. Right? Yeah, twenty six point two. It's thirteen point. Oh my gosh, I, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, and and we know that we know that that's true. Um, and so we know that it, we either run that. So if that's our goal this year, we know that by December thirty first, two thousand twenty one, we either ran the twenty six point two miles or we didn't in one go. And then that's actually in one go. That is actually a, that is a, a sub requisite of it being a marathon, but there are other things that, that you can complete a marathon without having run the entire marathon, right? So you could stop and take breaks and walk. And so, so that, that's, that's another specific thing in this category that we want to make sure that we look at. So do, do I just want to move my body? 26.2 miles um without stopping great or, or 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 in one setting in one day in in eight hours in four hours right so that way maybe you can stop but you're like i'm gonna keep like I, this is gonna be my focus like, i'm gonna go i'm gonna walk i'm gonna run i'm gonna stop i'm gonna walk i'm gonna run but i'm not gonna get off of the path that i'm on until i hit 26.2 
So that's a way to do it. Um, there's, and it can go all the way to, I want to run a marathon in, I don't know what a good time, eight times 26 would be fast. I don't know what that is. So anyway, on like two hours, like I want to run it in like in, in four hours, uh, without ever walking. Great. That's really specific. And that's, that's, that puts the stamp on it. And, and the other, the other part of specificity is the one that we kind of hit at the beginning where we said, if it's, if you, if you make it for the year, then you know, by 31 December, 2021, you either did it or you didn't. And that's probably, that is one of the most crucial elements of this. And it actually goes into the last part, which should be time. So I think I might be jumping ahead actually. Um, uh, time bound. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I thought. And so, but it is, it's part of being specific is, is naming the time, uh, that you want to get it done. But, but so for this, we'll look at time more in the specific example that we're giving of a marathon that I want to run it in under eight hours. And so we'll say that for the specific for time. Um, and so that, that's what you want to start with. So lay out your goal, um, and it can, and it doesn't have to be physical, physical fitness. I know that it gets thrown around a lot these times, but it, like for me, it's my business. And so that gets a little bit more nuanced because there are multiple different goals in the business, right? So I have, I have areas where I want to work on training areas where I need to work on, uh, the act, the marketing, there's areas where I need to work on, uh, video production. You know, there's all these different things. I'm like, okay, well let's break that down. What do I, what? do I want to accomplish in this next year? Let's break that down into 90 day sprints. Right. And so that's the same way that you do it here. Uh, but you need to be specific. I can't say, Oh man, I just, I just want to be in better shape. That's my goal in 2021. I want to be in better shape. That's you're already ruining, uh, like, or you're not taking advantage of, of specifics, right? So you're, you're setting yourself up for more hardships and more difficult times than you need to be because you're not, you're not giving yourself a clear goalpost to run to. Imagine if the end of the stadium in a football game, the, the end zone wasn't marked at all. And it was just, there were no pylons. There's no field goal. There was, there, there were no lines like, good luck, <laughs> good luck knowing when you got there or when you went past it another hundred yards, who would know? You have to have these things clearly marked and that's why they do it in games. Um, and so then like, you can get into the who, like who's going to be involved, if other people need to be involved, where is it going to happen? Um, probably at home. <laughs> um, which resources uh, or limits are involved? Um and so th- those are all things to consider in, in your planning phase, but you can work through that. Honestly, like I would rather you kind of just get a, a, a pretty good smart goal and then just take action. It, like, I don't want to turn this into a giant exercise where you're sitting there writing out four pages of smart stuff. Uh, I just, if, if you can mull it over and you think it over and you're like, okay, well let's, I want to run a marathon in four hours by September 1st you know, whatever, maybe it's your birthday, like, and I want to do it by that day. Awesome. That's great. Like there, I, I, it's a a specific goal. You know how far you want to run, you know how fast you want to run it. Um, and so the next part is, uh, is measurable. And so we dove into that too. Um, how much, how many, um, and so maybe it's uh, worth, you want to be specific when it comes to 
how much you want to do. So, so for a marathon, like I said, it's easy, but for, for uh, business or personal goals, maybe it's a little bit more difficult. Maybe you have to spend a little bit more time thinking about the measurability, um, because it could be even, uh, your enjoyment of life, your enjoyment of your, your stress reduction. Like maybe you want to decrease stress in your life. Like, okay, well, how the crap do I measure that? Like, well, there's actually, you can get labs done and you can check, get your cortisol levels checked and you can get apps and stuff and, and wearable devices that measure stress and heart rate. Um, I think whoop straps are supposed to be really good at heart rate variability. At these, all the smartwatches probably are now. Um, and so you can really put a focus on all those things and, and get a, try to get a baseline, get some labs run, figure out what your levels are at. And then you have a, then you have notches to hit. Then you're like, okay, well, I, I, you know, I have these X, Y, and Z strategies. Uh, I want to break them down into different times frames, maybe, you know, but basically you just, you want to find that measurable aspect of it. Um, and, and there are, sometimes you got to get a little bit creative and maybe it's outside the box and it's not a direct correlation, but it doesn't really matter. Like as long as you're making motion, you're staying in motion and you're moving towards the betterment of yourself and your experience, you know, um, the pursuit of, of greatness is the journey of our lives and so you can either choose to partake in it or choose to sit down and, and watch other people do it because that's pretty much your two options um so then the next one this is where it gets a little bit trippy um where i uh <laughs> i i go back and forth i don't really go back and forth i kind of sit on one side of this and it's and it's so the third one is a and that's achievable right so we did specific we did measurable now it's achievable um or accomplishable or you know whatever the case is uh it, but the the deal here is that what you'll see in the books and what you'll see in classes where these things are facilitated it's like you want to make your goal something that you can actually accomplish right like you can't fly to the moon so you shouldn't have a goal where you fly to the moon like well i agree maybe maybe you don't make a goal where you fly to the moon but i do believe that the world is shaped and formed more so by unreasonable people than it is by reasonable people. Uh, I think that we have most of the amazing technology and and creature comforts that we all enjoy, to include plumbing, uh, which was invented by Andrew Cummings. Thanks, Tyler. My son made sure that I knew that a couple of times on this trip, that Alexander or Andrew Cummings something Cummings was the dude who made the indoor toilet. I think something like that. <laughs> there is your fun fact for the day. But, uh, you, my point is that you don't get progress from being reasonable and, and you, you certainly won't ever achieve what you possibly could. If you always set your sights on something that is, that is super achievable. I, I think that achievability actually needs to remain, remain in the 90 day sprints for these and not in the 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 goal itself i think the goal itself like i want a 10 million dollar business a year uh and in order to achieve that i need to make x amount of dollars a day blah 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 blah, blah. uh but the 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 key here is that like, that's for where we're at right now that's not reasonable and so the the what is the, the traditional version of this would say don't make that goal make your goal how much you make um in your current job 
and then and then say you're going to make that in that jump. Like, sure, that's fine. I think that that, sh- that should be like a benchmark. I think I should be making the same rate of money in that in in the first quarter or maybe in the first two quarters. And then and then we can snowball that up. But it's if you shoot so low when you miss your shot and you go down, then you you're you're falling to where you're at now or lower. And that's not where we want to go. We want to shoot high. I'd rather shoot for a $10 million business, end up with a $750,000 a year business and, and be like, man, I didn't hit the goal. Like we worked and we busted and like, let's, okay, well, how did, where were we, where did we start? And then it goes back into the reflection. Like, where did we start? How did we get from where we were to that amount? Okay. Well, how do, now that we're there, is that sustainable? And how can we use what we've built to, to grow, um, to get to our goal? And so I, that's the way that I see it. I don't, I don't like having achievability as like this, this monumentous, huge pillar of smart and goal creation, because I would prefer that you, you haven't run a mile in seven years and you say you're going to run a marathon. That's the type of unreasonable goal. And maybe you don't say I'm going to run a hundred mile race this year. Maybe that's a a bridge too far, you know, but maybe a marathon isn't maybe a hundred miles isn't maybe a hundred miles should be your goal. And then you fall short on a marathon. I don't think it's going to hurt you either way. If you're training, you're going to be training the same way. You're going to go, go, go. You're going to build up leg strength. You're going to build up cardiovascular strength. You're going to keep working. Um, and, and, you know, you're going to end up where you're going to end up. But you you look at what you're accomplishing and you you figure out what works and what doesn't. And you can't figure out what works and what doesn't work until you're doing work. So you got to do the work. <laughs> um, okay, so... Moving on, are relevant. So this is, I like this because this is about keeping, for me, I don't care what the book says. For me, relevance is all tied around how much you care about it. Is it relevant to you? Is it relevant to your life? Is it relevant to your future? Is it relevant to the type of person that you want to be? The type of person you envision yourself being? Is it Is this something that aligns with your beliefs and your core values for you specifically? Not your mom, not your dad, not your brother and sisters, not even your spouse. Like you got to pick the thing that's right for you. And those people that love you, you know, they're, you know, support you or not. Like they're gonna, they're gonna have to work their way around whatever it is that you're doing because that's, I'm not saying to shrug off relationships. Like they're all really important. Just know that relationships get a little bit tricky when it comes to pursuing your your passions and your and your goals and especially from when you think about it from people that want to try to take care of you and want to make sure that you're not uh putting yourself in a in a place where you could end up being harmed or damaged um a lot of people really want like think about your parents they're like don't don't go all in on that business you know like maybe start it on the side and 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 get you know get your feet like dip your toes in the water while you have this stability and security. Uh, and I just, that's fine. Sure. You can do that. Or you can go all in, you know what you want to do. You can go all in. Like that's, that's an option that you have at your disposal. And I'm not saying you should or shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that it shouldn't be off the table. And the people that love you most oftentimes end up being the people that tell you to, you know, pump the brakes and maybe don't go in so hard. Uh, and so that's, that's where all of this comes back to 
you're going to fall prey to that more likely the further removed you are from your goals and values. Uh, if, if the, the further your goals are away from your values. So if you don't care about running, uh, and you just want to look really good, like setting yourself up to run a marathon, like you're, you're, you may very likely lose motivation along the way in the process to running that marathon. Cause you don't really care. Like you just want to look good. And maybe you end up looking good before you get to the marathon. You're like, Hey, I did it. I look like better than I ever have. Um, and, and then you're, then you're done, but you didn't accomplish your goal cause your goal wasn't right. You know? And so and that's, that's so crucial for anything that we do and when we're establishing these goals and so this kind of loops this r this relevancy wraps itself right back up to the very first step of being specific when you're making they're like this should be like r smat because <laughs> it should the relevancy should come first so i think i think i just got the name for this episode it's gonna be r smat <laughs> um but I think that relevancy really, really does come first. And then you can use the specifics to hone in how it is you want to you wanna harness that enthusiasm. And the last one is is time bound. And that's, we talked about it. I stuck it in there in the, in the, in the specificity as well. So this could really be our SMA. <laughs> there you go. That's this, we got new training, brand new, straight off the press. Um, and it's, the time bound is exactly like we talked about. It, it, there's nothing more to it really than the fact that you want to you want to throw timestamps on it. But for me, like look at the big picture goal and give that give that timestamps. But don't forget to to do your 90 day sprints. And and, and I've said that a lot. Um, I just a 90 day sprint is basically just taking like so if you have your goal, if we're gonna call the big thing that you want to accomplish by the end of the year a goal. We want to have benchmarks along the way, things that you know that you need to accomplish to get to that goal. So if, if I want to run a marathon, which is 26.2 miles, I need to be able to run five miles on my own. Maybe I want to make sure I run five miles in, in the first uh, quarter. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really put me 5, 10, 15, 20. It doesn't really put me on the direct trajectory if I add five miles every quarter. Maybe I want to bump it up. Maybe I want to say seven you know, and then, okay, well, 7, 14, 21, 28, okay, yeah, yeah, no, that, that kind of maths, maybe, okay, by the end of the first quarter, I want to be able to run seven miles without stopping at this pace, you know, and, and so that, then you have your mini timestamp, you have your quarterly timestamp, and so uh, that's the one caveat I want to throw in on the end of there, is the, uh, in our RSMAT training, <laughs> is uh, do your timestamps and do them on, make everything time-bound, make it time-bound, for the large goal, for the benchmarks, and for the sub-benchmarks that will be like monthly check-ins. Like, okay, well, if I'm supposed to run seven miles continuously by the end of this quarter, by the end of the first month, I better be I better be getting somewhere. You know, I've a third of it's gone, so I need to make sure that I'm on track. Like, if I haven't run three miles without stopping, like, there's, there's something that's going wrong. And really, you should be able to get further than that. That's personal note when it comes to fitness. But at any rate, it doesn't matter. All for instances. <laughs> and so... Uh, I just, I wanted, I didn't want to take up a whole bunch of your guys' time. I want you to enjoy your new years and, and, and the little bit of time we have left before we dive back into the grind. But if you're going to make goals smart, then if you're going to, let's do it this way. If you're going to make goals, make them smart. Uh, and if, if it's worth doing, then it's worth doing all the way and it's worth doing well. I, I, I would rather have you fall flat on your face. Like, there's not going to be a time. I said this to Kaylin after she went snowboarding. She went up the mountain 
after she had fallen on her butt uh, several times on the bunny slopes, we went skiing and snowboarding up in Massanutten. And, uh, and I think I, I, I told this before, um, but it was so good and so powerful and just so perfect that I, I feel the urge and need to tell it again is that she, uh, she, she, she fell on her butt and, and to the point where like anytime that she fell, like it was bruised. And so it was really causing an emotional event, a significant emotional event as we would call them. Uh, every time she fell down and she'd hit land on her butt. And so we went up the mountain and we were coming down and she had a, a, several emotional breakdowns and she ended up, uh, coming up, getting over it and making it all the way down. And, and part of the process to get her there was I had told her, you know, there's never going to be a time two months, three months, five years, six years down the road that you're going to look back and go, man, I, I just, I really wish I didn't go down the mountain. You know, like I, I, I could, I could have just not gone and everything would have been fine. And like, I just, and, and really everything, not everything would have just been fine. Everything would have been better. My life would have been markedly better had I not chosen to go down the mountain, uh, snowboarding. Um, and, and I'm saying this knowing that the, the, the slope, that slope was not really anything crazy. Nothing out of her, her capacity based on what we had seen on the bunny slopes. And we knew she was going to fall. And that's, that's part of it. I'm falling all the time. <laughs> she, but she, uh, she did it and, and she said it, you know, she was like at the end, she, she basically told back to me exactly what I said to her. She's like, there's never going to be a time. She's like, I, I, she's like, I am in pain. <laughs> like, but I am, there's, she's like, I, I get to say it for the rest of my life that I, I snowboarded down a mountain and she does, she has that, you know, and it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very powerful thing. It's a very, uh, impressive thing to, to, to step up into your goal and, and to fall on it face first and to get up and keep going all the way to the end. But even if you didn't, like even if you ended up falling on your face and you don't make it through to the end of your goal and 2022 comes around and you're like, man, I sure wish I didn't try to run that marathon. Like, do you think that's ever going to be a thing that you say? Like, I sure wish I didn't pick up the bow and start shooting again. I really wish I didn't go to the range and, and like hone in my, my, uh, firearm skills. I really wish I didn't, you know, try to start working on wood again. Like there's never going to be, a time, there's maybe a time you're like, man, I really wish I got to pick that thing back up again. Like, but you can't say that unless you picked it up the first time. <laughs> so I encourage you find that thing that, that makes you happy. It makes you passionate and, and pursue it. And it doesn't have to be the thing. It can be a thing like, Oh, that's really cool. Like, you know what? I'm going to give, I'm going to give a, a quarter sprint at that. Your goal doesn't have to be a year. Make it 90 days. Make it a 90-day goal and say, okay, well, I'm going to do it smart for the 90 days. Um, and I want to know all about watches. I want to be able to have a conversation with somebody about watches <laughs> that where, where I can communicate effectively uh, in a room of people that know about watches. And you and, and you do that. You know, like, cool, man. Then you just learned all about watches and no one can ever take that away from you. That's great. And so that's choose something choose something that's fun and that that you're excited about and that when when chips are down that you're gonna you have more of a chance of of picking them back up and going back into the game but like i said i don't want to spend a whole lot of time uh taking you guys away from your holiday time and enjoyment um i appreciate you so much and i'm, I'm really excited we have a really a lot of great trainings that are coming up like right around the corner um from winning arguments to uh, morning routine, setting yourself up for success to how to change your mind, actually change it. 
um, the way that it works. A gratitude training, uh, identification, personal identification training. We have so much stuff coming up. It's going to be so incredible. And I cannot wait to get it out to you guys. So I got to like get to work. First thing is, it's New Year's. I got to hit the gym. I love you guys. And I will see you here again next week for another episode on The Mountain Stage.